So Ryan, this next news story is something else entirely. I've gone through close to 100 news stories on this podcast so far. News stories ranging from the strangest, most ridiculous, and interesting to everything in between. But without a doubt, this news story is by far the single best news story I have ever mm-hmm. read in my entire life. It has everything. It has love, heartbreak, money, deceit, Aruba, vulgar language, GoFundMe, psychics, and a boy named Declan but not spelled how you would think. It's like an episode of Desperate Housewives, but in real life. Ryan, are you ready for the greatest news story of all time? Let's light this candle. This is the story of a podcast that takes weird news from across the world. And while many of these stories may seem fake, they're absolutely not because they're real. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Water Cooler Talk, the place where you can sit back, relax, and not have to hear Weezer's cover of Africa three times every hour. It's getting a bit ridiculous, won't you? Uh, won't you say, Ryan, with that? Oh, it's that cover nonstop. Every five minutes, I'm hearing Africa on the radio. Actually, I just heard they're coming out with a cover of All the Small Things too. Like that's the really? next thing. And then like the music video for Africa, it's supposed to look. It's or it's Weird Al Yankovic dressed as the lead singer of Weezer. I guess. That's what I've looked in. I don't know. That's what I've read so far. It's just, I mean, it's, it's a decent cover, but right. it just doesn't no, it need to be played just like it, to be much. honest. It sounds just like the original. So, good job, Weezer. It's, it's good. Good job, guys. Uh, for those curious, with the covers. this is Ryan Beal you're listening to, and coincidentally enough, our first return guest on the podcast. Good to be back. Good to be back. You recorded your first episode in the Blanket Fort, and now you're recording your second episode in our actual mini podcast studio. Yeah, that's Not, much nicer. It's yeah. So- Clean. I mean, you got the divine comedy over there. I mean, a little little sprinkle so in with so a nice, little so uh, nice, nice. Of solitude out yeah. there. Yeah, very nice. This is a... probably this is definitely less <laughs> creepy than the blanket tent, which was cozy. It was but, cozy, but it was but definitely their old blankets, like, and yeah, it was let's a little. Climb into this little teepee. Yeah, we're, we're especially good go. <laughs> it, we're good to go. And that was the first time you heard the theme song. What did you think? Give me your honest opinion. It was good. It was good. I, I didn't expect it to be story of a girl but i liked it i'm waiting for them to sue me yeah right yeah i guarantee one of those days i'm gonna get that cease and desist let's hope you don't get that popular i guess i mean as long as i don't know if they're popular in the uk that's where the majority of my audience is so as long as they're not popular in the uk i think i'm good Right. I'm just gonna who, who thinks keep, that 90s yeah. hit that you still hear every now and then? Will. I can't even name the band. I always look it up and I always forget what the band is right. called. But Ryan, last time we were on, I I made a promise to you. I don't know if you remember this. Mm. I told you we would do a snack related episode. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, I could. I looked. I looked very hard, but unfortunately, I could not find any snack related uh, uh, stories. New huh? stories that were up to date. There were right. a lot of right. old stories. We don't need but, to talk about Surge coming back. Yeah. But, <laughs> but there, there is. More most of these one stories will be about advice. You give, I would say you give pretty good advice. So are Try. you ready to give some advice to some people? Uh, sure, I'm, I'll give it a whack. I don't know if they'll take I mean, that advice. But right. <laughs> my advice a, might not be good. It's yeah. just the first thing that comes to my mind. It's just the first thing that comes to your mind. That's what <laughs> I want to hear. And just for those wondering at home, Water Cooler Talk is about connecting the world in conversation by taking the strangest, the weirdest, the quirkiest, most bizarre, and most unbelievable real-life news stories and opening up a discussion about some of the ideas presented in those articles. If you want to share a strange and interesting local news story yourself, comment on a story, or share with us your love and admiration of Weezer's cover turning to hate and disgust. You can email us at 
pillowtalkpod at gmail.com. Ryan, are you ready for story number one? I'm ready. All right, Ryan, before we start, I need two first names or two names from you. One for, you read the story. There's a wife, there's a husband, there's a marriage, there's some text. I need a first name for the wife, a first name for the husband. Mm. And you can give them last names. They don't need to be the same last names because it's 2018, but they can. I'm, I'm going to go sans last name and just go Becky is for the, the wife. I just don't like the name Becky. And I apologize to any Rebecca's or Becky's out there, but most <laughs> Becky's I've met have not been great. The first uh, the first Becky that came to my mind was Rebecca Black. So Rebecca Black. See, not that great. Yeah. Sorry, Rebecca Black. And then um, the husband's name. Ricardo. They are they are from the UK. Okay, Ricardo works. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, a, that's I a very see, UK name. The husband didn't come off sounding too bad in this story. So Oh, I, interesting. I, I, a little I think uh, unless it's a different story than Risque pre-sneak at your yeah. advice. All right. So I'm going to read this as the wife writing into us. And I'll read the name or the title of the news story at the end to not give away the advice that she's asking for. Hi, Adam. And, and I wrote this. So, But all, all the facts in this advice are from facts from the story. Hi, Adam and Ryan. In need of your sage advice. I have been with my husband for 10 years and we have a two-year-old son together. Everything seems peachy from the outside, but the truth is... It's not. From the moment our son was born, nothing changed for my husband. He absolutely hated telling me what his plans were. And as a result of his disinterest in participating in our adjusted family life, our marriage, where we had once been best friends and an equal partnership, floundered. I didn't see it coming, but I should have. Here's where the final straw broke the camel's back. We got some barking dogs off into the yeah. distance. We're actually recording this in an alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> Many people <laughs> fighting don't know over that. chicken bones. Here's where the final straw broke the camel's back. While in the shower this morning, after staying away until midnight at the sports club with friends, I noticed that his phone kept pinging and decided to check to see if it was something urgent, but instead discovered his cruel nickname for me, SWMBO. The messages were in regards to their late night outings, and when a friend asked if my husband could make it out again, he responded, Don't think I can make it out tonight. SWMBO will say no. When I confronted him about what it meant, he casually mentioned to me it stood for she who must be obeyed. It felt like a slap in the face. All I've asked for him to do is check in to see if he is needed or let me know his plans for the night. Is this too much to ask? Am I overreacting? What should I do next? Ryan, what advice do you have for Becky? Well, Honestly, she's not wrong. She is. She should. Pro- I would be pretty offended if I found out that my uh, partner had some nickname for me that was uh, mean and like meant that he wasn't in or she, he, she, whoever wasn't enjoying themselves. I guess uh, in the relationship, I feel bad for making Becky to seem the bad guy before the story started because I definitely think that he's gotta change his life around and like be yeah, a bit I, more he's, responsible. He's got a kid. Like it's understandable that they want to know where the hell you are i think she might be getting a little upset about the nickname like that that might not be the straw that broke the camel's back but definitely like him distancing himself from the family and uh rather and, staying out with his friends rather than right being yeah with her. that's that's what i got from the story is that he's he's definitely 
shirking his responsibilities as a father and a husband. So I would say Becky probably should uh, separate from this dude, or at least uh, maybe not separate. Who, who am I to say? Separate <laughs> maybe maybe get, get a divorce. Get a divorce. That's the final answer. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> no, uh, seek counseling maybe. That would be a good idea because uh, he definitely needs to figure out what the hell he wants in this relationship. And you got to figure out if he's a worthwhile partner. Well, the thing I thought is if it was just the cruel nickname that it wouldn't be as bad. Mm-hmm. Be, and it may, maybe I'm over reading this, but to me, like if I was with someone, I would have a nickname for him. I'm very sarcastic. Right. So maybe it's like a sarcastically asshole nickname. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like something that's agreed upon by both parties. So maybe that's where the right. distinction comes from. But it was so many other things. It was 10 years of this. Right. And I think, yeah, it was finally just up. like built up. And she's like, you know what? F you, dude. F freaking you. Yeah. And like, and, and nicknames are fine, but I mean, I mean, you can have a nickname that is less than nice with your partner with them, you know, like you can. Have you had any like nicknames similar to this with past partners? Uh, no, I have one recently likes to call me her butler, which is not necessarily bad. You know, I, I it's like I, I'm, I'm fine being nice and helping out. But I mean, I don't want her calling me the butler to her friends. That's you true. Know? Yeah, like, keep it's, that. it's all different. It's, that, well, that's a very good you're point. You're discouraging your partner to your friends or, or uh, I don't know if discouraging is the right word, but you're definitely not speaking to your friends about your partner in a very good light. And so what like they don't probably know her as well as you know her. So so how do they know that she's not awful? Because all you say is that she has to be obeyed. Like, well, yeah, and your friends are only getting one side of the story. One side so of the they're, story, they're yeah. like, you're always saying, oh, she's always so uptight and ball and chains, and that's how their fr- or her, his friends, uh, Ricardo's friends, see Becky. Right. And Becky may not yeah, be that. Yeah. Way. Maybe if he called her the one who has to be obeyed when she's telling him to do something, then yeah, that's cute and fun, and like, yeah, you should have kind of a weird repertoire. That's fine. But if you're calling your friends and and like making up nicknames that she doesn't even know about, then that's that's uh, drawing the line. That's, that's crossing the line, I guess. So you talked about what she should do next, counseling. And this may seem like a dumb question, but does this decision like to not split up? Because if there's a kid, there's now there's that a there's a kid involved, involved you know, it's, it's like if this is a normal marriage or even dating and there's no kid involved, it would be much different. Might be lights out for the dude. Yeah, yeah it would be say, ending. Yeah, and now that no there's a kid involved, it's, it's like it's we should probably cut it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, whether you can cut it, it off or not with with your partner that kid's still gonna need a dad and that guy's still gonna be her, his dad you know you can't you can't get rid of him forever try to have so some you, you mutual have some connection kind of, yeah some kind of peace what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on a significant other going through your phone without you knowing um, was that was that was that a bad mm-hmm. move by becky i definitely think that it breaks some like trust there you know she definitely doesn't trust him enough to not go through his phone but at the same time if you don't have anything to hide i you shouldn't be worried about somebody going through your phone i i guess i would be concerned about somebody going through my phone at least my partner going through my phone uh not so much because they went like that that i'm afraid they're gonna find anything just that it's like oh you just don't trust me at all like is this what you think about what am i doing what am i like this phone holds the secrets to something that you wish was going on or that you i don't know so yeah i I would i guess it would it's not so much the fact that you're going through my phone it's what you're what it's saying because you felt the need to go through my phone it's like i have nothing to hide on my phone right but the fact that you don't trust me enough and think there's something on there is a problem in itself Mm -hmm. so yeah that's very interesting i want to ask the final question is from this guy uh as the husband, 
how would you react to as Ricardo? Yeah, I already Ricardo. Forgot. <laughs> um, as Ricardo, how are you reacting to the situation with Becky? I guess uh, I would imagine he's probably going on the defensive. Why did you go through my phone? But he's also got a lot of explaining to do. And if she's being as honest with him as he as she is with this uh, post that she put out, hopefully he can see the real issue there and not just see it as her going through his phone and some nickname. Because it does sound like at least if you read between the lines, I, guess, I don't know, it does sound like for this story that there's some deeper issues here that it just kind of all came to head because she decided to go through his phone and the thing she found was the nickname i think i think it's it's the deeper issue not just the phone so it it depends on how he perceives it most men probably would take it as i'm gonna go on the defensive and say you shouldn't have gone through my phone but it's gonna take a lot of explaining i guess yeah i think i definitely yeah like we said there's definitely a lot more deep-seated issues and the other thing is we're only hearing this story from her perspective just Mm -hmm. like with how his friends may see becky as this ball and chain we're hearing the story from becky's perspective Uh, yeah so there may be she's she's like oh um ricardo doesn't help with the kid and i can never contact him maybe record ricardo on the other side being like Becky is constantly hagging me and she's constantly yeah. on me and it's like I just need a few days to myself and it's just like so That's fair. You, you yeah know. you don't know conversation open open communication with your partner will lead to a happier life open conversation a lead, a lead in from last week's episode <laughs> that, that was our dating advice from last yeah. week's episode is communication. communication is important in a relationship uh, and to let you guys know the title of that news story it's wife ends marriage after discovering husband's cruel nickname from her the sun fabulous uk so she did the marriage is over Cut it becky off. and ricardo are done i wonder if it, the headline it makes it seem it's like it's all about the nickname but there's some deeper issues hopefully it's not all about just the nickname. there's de- there's <laughs> definitely more but i think yeah. and as i find in a lot of these stories being like ooh, they end their marriage over cruel nickname that's just a right. good news it story. could have been a better nickname i guess yeah. it's she who must be obeyed is uh pretty weak yeah there's no he vul- could've, he could've there's no harder. vulgars vulgarities yeah. in there she he could was be, really trying to hurt her she could have gone to try to town what's yeah. the best cruel nickname you can give without a swear word in it right off the top of your dome uh garbage is pretty bad like uh, human garbage or um one thing that really pisses off one of my friends is when i say that he's that guy it's like oh oh <laughs> so you're that guy i get it yeah yeah so uh, you're 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 just you're that guy. I get it. You know, like some people are this way. You're that way, and you're just that guy. And he he just it's so vague, uh, <laughs> and and it really pisses. Them I, off I I could definitely lot. I could definitely see it. I can definitely see it. I, mm. I have a few nicknames that I don't like that people call me. I'm not going to share them <laughs> because I don't want people mm. messaging me calling them but yeah it's i think that's a good one yeah that guy i like that one where it's just like what do you mean that guy what do you mean what guy (laughs) i would like to welcome ryan beal to today's episode of water cooler talk uh ryan we had you on last time for episode 12 we talked about dolphin sex drunk shopping Mm -hmm. burger robots and constipated drug dealers right this episode will be hopefully much more safe for work that one got a little out of hand but the actual the episode actually did very well seo wise like when you talk about snacks man you gotta get me on for a snack episode (laughs) that one will do so much better looking for but like whenever you type uh, in water cooler talk the podcast on google it's in the top three episodes wow it's still up there so it's boom dolphin sex with ryan veal
know. People like the sound of my voice. <laughs> they love Ryan Beal. Uh, any updates you want to share with the audience? It's been about six months mm. since the last time you recorded. Six Anything months. you want to update the audience on? I guess, I mean, new new career, moving on to different... You're now a showgirl for the yeah, show now, Chicago. Now, full-time lead dancer, always moving. Very um, exciting. I'm actually on my points right now, just tiptoes. Yeah, it's weird. You've been dancing this right whole time. It's really cool. It's very <laughs> impressive. Very, very impressive. Yeah, so so new new gig. I got a new cat. She's yeah, amazing. You can, do you mind if I share your Instagram? You have a picture on your Instagram. Uh, sure, you can share my Instagram. Uh, Ryan's Instagram is at BealTheRhythm on Instagram. B-E-A-L-T-H-E-R-H-Y-T-H-M. Check out this new cat. For all those cool running fans out there, feel the rhythm. It's Ooh, amazing. Interesting. Yeah, what's so the, what's the cat's name, by the way? Pepper Ann, named after the famous cartoon character Pepper Ann. And yes, I do play and sing uh, the Pepper Ann theme song for her occasionally while she's running around the house. She's only about six months old. We found her, a litter of her, on the side of the road. A litter, her whole litter, I guess. Uh, we did think we found the mother cat, but once we put her in the car, she uh, immediately wanted to get out of the car. And so we allowed that. <laughs> maybe she was just a street cat. She needed to be she, on the streets. She might have been just a street cat and, found the, and was near these other cats. But we found four of these tiny little kittens. And so my sister had has two of them. My other sister has a, a, the, uh, a third, I guess, the third. And then I got Pepper Ann, who's the best because she's like a mix of all of them. There's two of them that are very dark and uh, I guess, I don't know, cat breeds at all. Um, <laughs> One of those stripes. cat breeds. Stripey, Stripey cats, cats. Uh, got yeah. it. So, uh, so she gets, and then there's the third cat, the one that went to my other sister, is all orange and like a tabby a, orange. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if that's what the orange I cats are. Yeah, <laughs> and I do not know cat breeds. Um, and so I got a mix where Pepper Ann's got like a little orange tail, like just the tip, but then I got all these uh, stripes and there's like orange speckles all over her back. She's amazing and awesome. And she's like getting strong enough to do like crazy big jumps. And so now she's just like leaping from one thing to the other all the time and trying to eat everything. But she's amazing. And I love her. Check well, her out perfect. On my yeah, Check her out on <laughs> Feel the Rhythm on Instagram. The last time I asked you for your elevator pitch of life, do you remember what you said? Oh, no. You said, I'm flying. I'm lighting shit up. And I'm loving every minute of it. Is nice. that? Are you the same Ryan Beal six months later? No. Or has it changed? Um, still loving most minutes. I would say <laughs> uh, not lighting as much stuff up. I am uh, spending a lot of time emailing and phone calling, and then climbing up mountains. But still loving most minutes of it. Perfect. The next time you're on, I'll have that exact quote, and we'll uh, keep updating it keep every time. Oh, uh, Ryan! Last time we had on some artists, and they shared with us. Their Mount Rushmore of artists. Mm. This week, I want to ask for your Mount Rushmore of snacks. Oh, We're going to get some snacks in talk Mount in Rushmore here. More of snacks. Okay, well, um, I got to go right off bat. They're amazing. They're a lot of new snacks, so I guess it's kind of not with the trend of Mount Rushmore being older, but I'm going to go with right off the bat is jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. It's when, when did these come out? Oh, years ago. Like, probably like four or five years ago, I'd say. They're amazing. If you're not, if you're not too into the flaming Hot Cheetos, which are just like a little too intense. I don't need my mouth to be burning while I'm enjoying a Cheeto. But you want a little bit more kick than the regular Cheeto? 
jalapeno cheddar. They're amazing. Did you hear uh, about that story? They're making a movie about the guy who invented the jalap- or the hot Cheetos. No way. Yeah. I'd watch that documentary. Yeah. Anything about Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> the next snack would definitely have to be sweet and spicy Doritos. They're crazy good. It's 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 in they're just like the perfect flavor of kick and sweetness. So I've talked chips plenty. Yeah, you gotta I, get some balance. I, yeah, yeah. I gotta put in the Oreos, classic Oreos. These are these are good. Um, just standard Oreos. Are you are you a Oreo and chocolate. milk guy, or do you just nay the milk? Uh, well, I definitely prefer the milk, but I'm lazy enough to avoid the milk just to just pound a bunch of cookies did you know I, the serving size for an oreo is like two or three oreos did you know you're only supposed to eat like two or three at a time oh well, i imagine yeah i'm surprised that it's i like, guarantee most of you eat like half a freaking box every right time yeah i definitely eat more than two or three oreos um I'm rarely stopping at a sleep, but I guess I should stop that more now because yeah, I'm older. I, I was like, but... <laughs> I was on like the internet a few years ago and I heard about the uh, fork method mm-hmm. where you stick a fork in the cream and then well, dink yeah, it, I've dunk seen it that. in the, yeah. completely changed the way I experience Oreos. Really? I think that really only works best with the double stuff though, because you need so much cream it's unless true. you have a really thin fork. I do have a lot of thin forks. Thin That's fork. all I buy. You gotta, you gotta have the double stuff to get a grip into it otherwise i feel like you're just going to fall apart once you come out of the cookie. speaking of thin of forks milk. this is like a little tangent here so there's generally two sizes of spoons right yeah. <laughs> so there's a big spoon there's a little spoon what spoon do you prefer oh i'd rather the, the smaller spoon exactly uh, me unless, too i guess unless i'm eating like soup like that's when i'd like okay. i guess I'll, I'll like chili and soup i'll go for a big spoon but like cereal and I guess yeah, ice cream. My mouth's just not um, big enough. Right. I don't need a gigantic spoon. Those are almost serving size spoons. Exactly. It's just like, okay, what am I doing here? All right. So um, we have three snacks up on Mount Rushmore. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with a candy, the classic Butterfingers. As your favorite candy bar of all time. Oh, fav- favorite candy bar of all time is definitely Butterfingers. Oh, have you tried a Whatchamacallit? I do like Whatchamacallit. Man, those are so good. Those are tasty. It's There's so much to them. Um, I do like a crispy wafer, so I'm pretty, like, Whatchamacallits are pretty much like 90% wafer, aren't they? Yeah. That's from what I'm remembering. But um, there's, nothing can beat a Butterfingers. Okay, uh, and then the last the spot on this mountain. Something. Are you going to put in something fruity at all? I'm going... Saltwater taffy. Saltwater Probably, taffy. Actually, like overall, my number one favorite candy is saltwater taffy. I, I love it. And I, I have a huge sweet tooth. So saltwater taffy anytime you can. Great Lakes candy shop in Two Harbors. Check it out. It's a small little kitchen that's been open for 60 years. Same old ladies running it and cooking in the back. And they make amazing saltwater taffy. Well, I don't, I, that, that old lady is not paying me. So I have to, I have to completely cut I don't care. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you guys want to continue to talk snacks with Ryan, he... Check him out on his Instagram, I guess. So you want yeah, throw, throw me a DM and I'll tell you about get some, that get I some uh, Europeans <laughs> some and Australians. So my address yeah, on. maybe we could get yeah. some uh, European or Australian I'll talk snacks. About it next time. All right. Well, are you ready to get into our next news story? Let's do it. So, Ryan, this next news story. Am I saying news weird? It sounds like I'm saying it weird. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna keep that in because it's yeah. it's uh it's real. It is. So, Ryan, this next news story is something else entirely. I've gone through close to a hundred news stories on this podcast so far. News stories ranging from the strangest, most ridiculous, and interesting to everything in between. But without a doubt, this news story is by far the single best news story I have ever mm-hmm. read in my entire life. It has everything. It has love, heartbreak, money, deceit, Aruba, vulgar language, GoFundMe, psychics, and a boy named Declan. 
but not spelled how you would think. It's like an episode of Desperate Housewives, but in real life. Ryan, are you ready for the greatest news story of all time? Let's light this candle. All right, so I'm going to need another name from you. Fire, so fire, this, is the, this is the this is the wedding story. We have the wife's name. She's name is Susan, but we need the fiance's first name. Fiance's first name, uh, Doug. Let's just go with Doug. Doug. Good old Doug and Susan are getting married. And this is how the, I'm going to break down the story. So Susan had something happen with her wedding, and she wrote a Facebook post. I'm going to read word for word her Facebook post, and we're going to, like, I broke it up into sections, and we're going to talk about each section. This isn't really a news story, but a news station did report on this. Good old Fox News US, so it counts. All right. This is how Susan begins her Facebook post. Dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of my wedding. I apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately, Doug and I have broken up due to some recent and irreparable problems. We have decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil and are still a team for our son. After hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to this decision. In one hour after posting this status, I am going to delete my face. Facebook. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Social media has caused me only paranoia and toxicity. I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on me by friends and family, the ones who I thought I could trust the most. Hence, I will be out of the country for all of October and November. Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I will make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't f- stabbed me in the back. Wow. This is the opening. This is the opening paragraph by Susan. So, so far, this seems kind of reasonable, a bit dramatic, a bit dramatic, but it makes sense after a last minute cancellation. It's Mm -hmm. very high stress. There's a lot of emotions. So this, this kind of makes sense without, without the background that mean, you know, this opening salvatore makes sense. But then at the end it turns, it's like, let's get into it. Yeah. This, this story is pretty crazy. When I was reading it earlier, it was, I I, I really like how she's just like, she would be a good writer. Because yeah, it just turns into like, at the end, she's like, let's just spill some mother effing tea, bitch. Yeah, she's yeah. into it. Spill the tea. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I want to know. I Let's get into We're, it. We'll get I, into I'm it. getting too ahead of myself. There, let's I think, get into I think it. in total there's 17 <laughs> paragraphs. Yeah, let's get into it. It's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Susan continues. How did this all come crashing down? Well, (laughs) it's just the way she phrases this. How did this all come crashing down? Well, I'll invite you all on Facebook, players, bystanders, and side characters of the people in my life to take a seat and listen. You're all involved somehow. Somehow everyone is wrapped into this mess. Even if you weren't invited to my wedding, I don't care. You might hear of the drama and I'd rather you hear from me. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want to tell my story. This is exactly how the beginning of I've been reading or I've been listening to this podcast, Dr. Death. And this is exactly how like the beginning of each episode begins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just super dramatic. So dramatic. And then it's like, oh, this guy kills a bunch of people. Also, this is also like the speech a villain would give, like how they would start their right. speech. Like, listen up. Yeah. I'm about to tell you. She's everything. got you tied to a table and you're about, she's about to tell you her master plan. Susan continues. Before I begin this mini novel, I invite all of you, including including the c**ts who ruined my marriage and wow. life. C**ts is one of those swear words where you, when you say it, it's just vulgar. It rings. It's just you can vulgar. Hear it. Yeah. 
Uh, to put yourselves in my shoes, for once, let me take the stage and let me voice the most painful few months of my life. First, things were like a fairy tale. I met the love of my life at 14. We were both young, but somehow, we just knew we were meant to be. We worked on a family's farm together, and with each warm summer spent in the fields, our love grew deeper and deeper. Fast forward to high school. We went strong all four years. He put a ring on my finger when I was 18, worth nearly $5,000. We put everything on the line for each other. Everything. We both chose to attend the same community college and work full-time in order to build our dream. We spent most of our days by each other's sides. I will always be thankful for that. Fast forward a few years, I was 20. I realized I was pregnant with my first. We were elated, tearful, and thankful to God for this gift. After giving birth to Declan, I knew the next step would be to focus on my career and become financially stable. My ex did the same. We saved and saved. I was in love. I was happy and I was looking forward to life. We continued working it and even got our degree. It was hard, yes, but so blissfully worth it. First, I just want to point out that Declan is spelled D-E-C-L-Y-N. Mm, that's that's a major red flag for me. Yeah. If you're spelling your, your son's... First off, I apologize are, for anyone named Declan out yeah. there, but it's just a weird way to spell a not-so-popular name. Yeah, a more unique name. And, like, just people are throwing wise willy-nilly in every name nowadays it's like okay just no gotta be modern throw a y in there ryan yeah. take out that y I just ran just ran ran welcome everyone ran beal to the show <laughs> so the one thing i want to point out right away is a lot of what susan talks about is related or based around wealth mm. and her kind of uncertainty with how much wealth she actually has she, you know she specifically mentions that the ring was five thousand dollars right there's no need to mention that yeah she's talking oh, about needs a five thousand dollar ring exactly. i mean it's just jewelry i don't know maybe that's just me but imagine the cool thing you could do with five grand there's so many cool rings on etsy right we can find you a really nice ring for two grand which is still let's take a break right now and find susan a new ring two grand and you know what you can do with that other three go on a trip go on a trip take your baby safe for your wedding speaking on her well she also talks about how he they both had to sacrifice everything for her love. She was working full time. She was becoming financially stable, saving and saving, so, working hard to so. be able to look forward in life. So you're beginning to see a reason that there's a money issue with Susan. It will help the preceding story. She continues. We managed to save up nearly $15,000 for a wedding. Since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be <laughs> included. Like they needed to spend. So that's that's going to be like <laughs> Five grand right it's an there. extra five grand to just to have sex with. It's because of the extra Y. That's why it's so <laughs> yeah. much. Uh, we started touring venues and were torn between two. A local psychic told us to go with the more expensive option. And we thought, why the hell not? Smart, we, smart. We, go with the psychic. <laughs> we just needed a little push. Our dream wedding amounted to $60,000. All included with flights to Aruba. You know how much school is going to cost for Declan by the time he gets there? Sixty grand is going to be so sweet to have if you have a kid in college. That's crazy. That'll, that'll be like one book. One book in college. I know. By then, that's like a <laughs> semester. Uh, Susan continues, all we asked was a little help from our family and friends to make it happen. Let's stop there. $60,000, way too far much money for a wedding too much way I too mean, much if you can afford it if i was jay-z and beyonce like yeah i'd mm -hmm. spend at least that just because it's like you have the that's, money that's uh, that's they're insanely rich it's well in your you worth work on a farm and went to community college there's it's not like it's out of, out of your mind to spend that kind of money well, and they like, have they have she said that they have fifteen thousand saved up so that that's means still a forty five thousand they are asking from family and right. friends well over half 
That's, that's I, I, I think most people spend like I actually have no idea what the I average no price clue. of a wedding is. I should have looked that up. I would assume it's like five to ten thousand, somewhere in that range. Ten thousand yeah. being like very high because it's like all right, I get it's a destination. I think I can wedding, imagine it but... being a little bit more than that, like closer to fifteen maybe okay. for a standard wedding. But it sounds like they wanted to have like Aruba, a Aruba wedding, and it's just like a fairy tale. One thing I want to say about that fairy tale thing is that's not as unique as you think it is. Yeah. Whenever, <laughs> when everybody, when, or whenever someone falls deep in love it's like a fairy tale to them and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that but it's like yeah. everyone has fairy tale loves it's mm-hmm. not you're not the only one in the world who has this kind of love my so. sister and brother-in-law met in high school and are still married with four kids and they sure as fuck did not have fifty, sixty thousand dollar wedding you're have not you, special <laughs> uh, have you ever been to a psychic i've Paul never Red? i've gotten like a a tarot card reading, I believe. Maybe it was a palm reading. But it was do you, very, remember, it was do you remember it? It did have any significant impact in your life? Oh, uh, I asked for advice on uh, a move that I was going to make. Um, and I guess I it didn't change my thought process at all, but it was something that kind of shook it up for a bit. I definitely thought about it while I was making this decision, but I wouldn't say that was like, that was it. That was the reason I did it. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't the push I needed. <laughs> it was, it all, it, it all worked out either way. Yeah. So you would not, you would not uh, take up a psychic on, going to Aruba for your wedding? Uh, I would I would ask the psychic about it. Like, I'm Just not against advice, going to yeah. a psychic because I think all that stuff is interesting and like, let's see what they have to say. But they, if a psychic said, yeah, you should definitely spend $60,000 on an Aruba wedding, that's the one you should go for. I'd be like, mm, I really think you're giving me bad advice because you don't know my life at all. Well, yeah, and that's, like, yeah, that's, and that's, that just seems like terrible, terrible advice to take from somebody <laughs> you're just meeting. Exactly. And unless they're like your best friend psychic who knows how you're financially set and is also going to be having to pay for part of this wedding, I would not take any of yeah, that and advice. Yeah, and the psychic probably doesn't know that Sarah and Doug's financial status. I no, mean, she, no, she yeah. should if she's like, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> she but wants that money, she's she probably coming in. Yeah, she's uh, Susan and Greg are, or Doug are probably coming into the psychic saying, hey, we have this wedding in Aruba or this wedding in a small town. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Girl, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could afford it, a, so just uh, go for uh, it. Identifies as a woman, but we don't know that. Yeah, so I guess that's are, sexist. Who knows what they think? Yeah, the psychics. I don't want people to think I'm against psychics. I definitely like believe in energies and stuff, and I believe maybe the psychic was like maybe there's more positive energy in Aruba. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know. But let's continue with Susan's Facebook. Yeah, let's hear more. It's it's not a tour rant. So she just asked for she just uh to kind of catch everyone up real quick just in case people took a long break yeah. <laughs> and went to the bathroom. Uh, Come back. Welcome back to the show. So her dream wedding is $60,000. She has 15 raised. She needs 45. And now she's asking family and friends. I specifically, I mean, specifically ask for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamt of without proper funding? We sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500. We talked to a few people who even promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named, pledged $5,000 dollars along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000. So our request for other guests was not out of the ordinary. Like, we made it clear. If you don't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. 
once-in-a-lifetime party for $1,500, Ryan. Are you in? Do you want to go to this wedding? This better be the best party I've ever gone to. Like, I have to leave not thinking about my money at all. I need to know that this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever done. And that means, I don't know, outrageous events. Like, it's... Yeah, I want to see, like, a celebrity there. I want my favorite band there. And I've been to a lot of weddings, and they're very similar. There are so many weddings that are... Uh, exactly the same. So if this is anything like any of those, uh, even the ceremony has got to be out of this world. You better be flying in uh, yeah, like circus Peter Pan slay. or something. Yeah. yeah. I, like I need somebody handing me cocktails, free cocktails, like at uh, every open second, bar. Yeah. All the time. Actually, it, like, actually it's a cash bar, Ryan. Sorry like, to break it down. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, exactly. Somebody's got to pay the bartender. Uh, no, no, I'm getting, I want some guy to be running drinks up to me the entire yeah, time. Yeah. I want a personal butler. All the time. There better be a bong ripping station somewhere i want to get stoned too like where better be the best cake <laughs> i've ever had in my life right amazing cake that, that's a tough call to want to go to that wedding to expect your maid of honor to spend five grand and well like, the maid of honor was willing to give her five grand right that's to even good ask friend. that yeah that's, that's a, a very good, good friend. friend that is a very it's good a, friend and to call her a yeah is yeah all right so well let's let's break down let's break get that five grand yeah Yeah. (laughs) let's break down the financial situation so first of all i want to say susan asking how she can have her dream wedding without the proper funding is absolutely hilarious why is it uh, like, I didn't say you could, I didn't <laughs> ask you to get married. Yeah. I didn't I didn't approve of this. Yeah, if you're like, asking sure, I'm people. happy for you. But I, I, if you're asking I'll, for I'll the proper funding, gift. yeah. I'll, you, I'll, if you need me to pay for my meal, I well, can do that. Well that's the thing. Too. It's like you're asking guests for like fifteen hundred dollars as a gift. Right. Most wedding gifts are like toasters or right. like tools for like fifty to a hundred bucks. Uh but let's break down the finances a bit. So just so everyone's in the clear. So the dream wedding is sixty thousand dollars. They save fifteen. The now so now the wedding's down to forty. The maid of honor offers five thousand, and the ex family offers three thousand. I'm saying the ex because they eventually broke up. I mm-hmm. should have should have kept that tight lipped, but I just messed it up, Ryan. Way to go! Well, but the ex's family offers three k, so that's a total of eight k, leaving thirty seven thousand dollars left to be made up. So you're asking your guests to make up thirty seven thousand dollars at one thousand five hundred ahead. That's about twenty five, twenty six guests. Fifty seven percent of Americans have less than one thousand dollars in their saving accounts. 57% of America, mm-hmm. that's that's over 160 million people have less than $1,000 in their saving account. And she's thinking it's no big deal to give $1,500 to go to a wedding. And like, okay, so is she, she's probably expecting this $60,000 pre-wedding. Or like, what if she doesn't use all that money? If I went to a wedding that you said I had to give you uh, $1,500 to get to $60,000 and I find out that you were only needing $50,000 or, or $55,000 yeah. and then you pocket five grand, would not be, what is that? Would not be what a very is that, happy man? No. Is it, like, how are you going? What, what? Like, how is that fair? Like, no, send that back to me as a gift. Exactly. Thank that, you for coming to my yeah, wedding. Very here's, true. Here's an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> this is what was left over. This was like over from your fifteen hundred. Uh, so Susan continues on her tirade. So we sent out RSVPs and only eight people replied and sent us the check. We were f- livid. How is this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly, more people backed out, including the. C- 
Maid of Honor, my best friend since childhood, my second family. That was all in caps. I was so shocked and tearful. To make matters worse, it was only a month before the wedding. So what happened to this Maid of Honor? Do, we don't get her side of the story we where don't. she says, my mother got sick and I had to use that five grand to yeah. put her in the hospital. I mean, anything could have happened. Oh, anything could have happened. To expect five grand is like, you're just you're just kidding yourself, man. Uh, and then Susan continues, to cancel everything would have been more than $5,000. Desperately, we resent our invite and ask people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people? What is $1,000? What is $1,500? Clearly, not a lot. It would be quite manageable and within budget. I've heard of people asking for worse. So first off, I'm surprised that even like five people RSVP to I know, this. Like, like she like, must, yeah, know, sure, she must actually have some like decently rich friends right. that people are like, yeah, I have eight I, people. I care enough about this wedding to want to spend that kind of money. I think after the fiance's family leaves is when everything seems to start to fall to shit. And as the fiance, that's the point where I'm like, I should probably jump ship, right? Well, it's a way, who, what is he saying to her? How is he like handling this situation from his point of view? Because like, it's not just her wedding. I know a lot of people think that that's it's true. the bride's that's day. True. And I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I she should definitely get a lot of attention. But I mean, the groom's there too. You know, he's, he's making true. just yeah. as big a commitment. So why, why doesn't he have as much to say about this? Can he just be like, hey, I don't need that big of a wedding. You know, we let's save this money. We can still ask for sixty grand from people and just take what we get, and then use that money for something great. Why does that? Well, all the have reason to go to the, wedding? the reason I thought this was more of Susan doing this is because later she talks about Doug coming up with a secondary plan, mm. and we will get to that pretty soon. Uh, but first, I just want to say that it was five thousand dollars cancel the wedding. So that's once again she's not assessing wealth correctly. She's saying I'm going to lose all my friends, all my families, my fiance over. $1,500, or I could just blow this whole thing up, repair all those relationships for $5,000. Right. So she has no understanding of like the wealth and the consequences that are coming from right. her actions. Yeah, she's she thinks she's completely right. Yes. <laughs> Susan continues, and as everyone seems to be doing this day, we also set up a GoFundMe that only got us $250. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Um, at this time, we were exhausted. Somebody, there was somebody out there who was like... Gave her money. I'll for give you this 10 thing. Bucks. I, I, bet, can... I, I mean, she's a good writer. I'm going to tell her that right she's now. A she's a very good writer. She's a very good writer. So I bet that GoFundMe page was pretty top well notch. Written. And that's really what GoFundMe is is it's it's a story. People are donating money to hear a really good story that makes them feel good. So it makes them feel so good that they donate money to this a person. Guy raised, it's really yeah, a guy raised a shit ton of money to make egg salad. Yeah. And like the, that couple that gave that, that raised like 400 grand yeah, for the this homeless, homeless guy, guy, they must have wrote an amazing story on their to get oh, that definitely. money and then they realized that it was way more than they expected to get and they were like oh, I'm gonna keep some that's very true money yeah. is money corrupts money is the root of all evil is that so the GoFundMe only got us $250 at this point we were exhausted tired I yelled at my ex I became unraveled I realized my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare wow. then it got worse then it got worse just to let you guys know, uh, for the weird continuation in this episode, we were going to do a part two. We decided to keep it one part. This explanation may make up for uh, any confusion you guys may have in the continuation of this episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. And yeah, I don't know what else. Just keep enjoying it. That's all I have to say. Keep enjoying the pod. All right. All right, Ryan, we are back for part two of this episode. Part two. Welcome back. We're, we've been recording on the, the same the same time length, but people don't know that back at home. Yeah, They don't. Uh. We got Magic only minutes ago. 
Only minutes ago that happened. We are halfway through Susan and Doug's wedding fiasco, uh, where we left our audience in part one. Susan was looking to raise $60,000 for her dream wedding. She had 15000 saved up. She got 8000 from her maid of honor and the family. And then she asked each guest for $1,500. And people started saying, you're crazy, Susan. You're crazy. Not interested in this wedding. <laughs> and well, as you I mean, might imagine, it might be amazing, but yeah. it better be amazing. <laughs> Her life started to unravel. And this is where we left you last time. I realized my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. Then it got worse. That's where we left them last time. We left them needing more. All right. Susan continues on her Facebook post. My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding done. Last episode, we talked about the the husband coming up with a secondary option. This is his secondary option. He really uh, cut it down. He was like, just, nah, just instead of wedding. like a normal barn wedding, bucks. like, don't they have like a barn that they can have exactly. this that, wedding on? That's what I was thinking the whole so time. Much money. Um, and I bet it's beautiful. I bet that farm looks great at night. Like going to sunset, there's probably a sweet tree that they could sit underneath or stand underneath, whatever. There's got to be another option between they have such drastic ideas of Vegas wedding or Aruba wedding. And, and that barn wedding is no nowhere in there is an option. It's just like, no, we're going to just elope with five people. Uh, Susan responded to Doug's wedding. And for those of you who remember, Doug is the name Ryan came up with for the fiance. Uh, Susan said, I laughed in his face, but he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore like Vegas weddings. <laughs> I mean, what the f***? Was he out of his mind? Am I some hoosh piece of f***ing trash, a hooker? This is all, this is everything Susan is saying over being asked for a Vegas wedding. Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get rich fast fallacy? Suddenly my body began to shake as I entered a panic attack. Overreaction. I mean, I get it. I I mean, I kind of get it. it She was, yeah, she was like way above reaction would be, but yeah, I definitely get it. She's probably stressed the F out. At this point, she's probably at her wits end, but I think she's, she's way too focused on one day instead of exactly this is one day in your life and you're potentially ruining the rest of your life uh susan continues my ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion i then called my maid of honor the maid of honor that she's called a multiple times if you guys remember she might still be friends during this point of the story i guess and cried my eyes out instead of sympathy i was told that i was asking for way too much and should stick to my budget. I mean, no words can describe. How could someone who offered me thousands of dollars then deny my promised money and then tell me to shift down my budget? She knows my dream was a blowout wedding. (laughs) I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life normal. I called her a filthy poor excuse of a friend and hung up. Girl who saved five thousand dollars for her I mean, friend, longtime friendship with somebody since who childhood seems awful. What a way yeah. to end a friendship! What a way! And I just want to say for all my listeners out there, follow your dreams. <laughs> Definitely follow your right. dreams, but realize those dreams come with reality. If you want to be in the NFL but only play touch football with your friends and you're usually picked last. 
think about tempering those expectations. Right. You're probably not going to make it to the NFL. Really then. And then secondly, the maid of honor was so right. She was way out of her budget, dream wedding or not. Right. She mentioned Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian had a $2.8 million wedding. That's but as we talked about in last episode, who did you mention in last episode at the expensive wedding? Um, Kanye. Or, Ka- no, oh, yeah, no, okay, no, yeah, sorry. No, I think I said Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce, yeah. Sure, they can afford it. A yeah. $2.8 million wedding, Kim Kardashian herself could afford to have that wedding a hundred times and still have more than enough money to live on. All you got to do, have a really rich dad, have your mom be brilliant and create a show around your life with your identical sisters who are all gorgeous, I would say. Well, I, and well, then open up several stores around and have makeup chains. It's it's a very easy formula. You just got to follow it. And then you can have your Kardashian wedding. Yeah, then it's yours. There you go. But yeah, it's once again, Susan, I talked about in the last episode, Susan had no understanding of wealth. Once again, she has no understanding understanding of wealth going off of like if you balance their wealth susan's and the kardashians well she would maybe for a 2.8 million dollar wealth or 2.8 million dollar wedding for a kardashian would be to susan for having like a maybe five ten thousand dollar wedding so it's like yeah kardashians had 2.8 million dollar wedding but she could also afford that a hundred times right. over so susan just is a mess she then continues then she she talks about the maid of honor blocked me off of all social media rumors swirled i received anonymous threats. <laughs> my ex stayed out later and later and I have a feeling he even cheated. My bridesmaid climbed on the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked me for their deposit back so I said f*** you. I refuse to give it back until they can pay me back for their emotional distress. So that's how she afforded her trip around the world. Trip to South America. Trip. <laughs> oh, these people who didn't gave me money but aren't going to my wedding? I'm keeping it. If I was a bridesmaid, I would tell Susan, keep the money. Here's an, an additional $1,500. Stay as far the f*** away yeah. from me as you can. I feel like that's, as a bridesmaid, you're like, you know what, just keep the money. It's way worth it. I don't even want to deal with it as long as I'm done with you in my life. Right. It's more more than worth that. I feel like uh, a lot of these things might be happening in a different uh, time frame than the way she's telling them. Yeah. Like, I, I I have a feeling that the maid of honor probably took the money away at the same time that she was like bawling on the phone and saying that her husband wanted to do something different. And it's like, oh, maybe I can't afford that five grand. You know? Like, yeah. Once this, is, g- this seems to be falling apart. And then all the, the, the threats and the people wanting their money back. I feel like these are all things that are happening to her at different times throughout like probably a very long year maybe a couple years and uh, her fiance possibly cheating who knows I think she's just kind of connecting them all to this wedding that is like all these different things that are happening to her which all seem pretty bad but at the same time self-inflicted and but connecting them all to this one event that's going on like the story we talked about the first story we talked about in part one of this episode is we're only getting the story from one side right there's so many other stories stories to, or there's so many other sides to the story that we have no idea what could have been like a year long I, I, I want to hear the maid of honor side of the story I, <laughs> I want to hear what the husband had to say I think she's the real hero in this this, this story but in this however long it would or however long this saga went on for Susan literally lost the love of her life a fairy tale love that she described her 
best friend since childhood, family, friends, over what? Not being able to afford your dream wedding? One day in your life? Like that is, I'm sorry, but that's incredibly pathetic. This is the saddest thing. But also like when I was reading the story, I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing. Mm -hmm. Like the someone, like so, so much throughout the story, I was like, this is fake. This is fake. This is fake. It was proven not to be fake just for any of those wondering. Yeah, I saw that. By the cousin commented. This can't be real. But it's just so freaking ridiculous. And Susan ends her long tirade thinking what we all were kind of thinking. This is what she says. Anyways, I'm exhausted. I'm bone tired. My heart is not the same. It's stone cold, fragmented, empty. I feel you on that one, Susan. She continues, I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to f***ing donate, friends? Do I matter to you? Just f***ing give me money for my wedding. I won't even sugarcoat. I won't even pretend that's not what I wanted. It was a dream. I was stabbed, cheated on, and worked. Goodbye. See you in two months. Friendly reminder to you, c***s. Don't think you owe me? I'm cutting all of you snakes off. I am living my life alone now. Declan, sorry, dude. You're yeah. out. <laughs> sorry. I own only let in I those. You got to go on that backpack. And yeah, that's exactly. She talks about being alone. Uh, I only let in those who I believe had, had good intentions. XO, XO. Yeah, yeah, if you didn't listen to the first part, she has a kid named Declan, yeah, spelled D E C Y L N. So she took probably that 15 grand, I would say, like from the, their savings. Like yeah. from the savings that she had with her fiance, Doug. Not his actual name. Maybe that is. How, how crazy hope, would that be if I you hope. just guessed his right name? I think that would be my one superpower. Not very useful, but I can name. Just guessing of, random guessing names of people. Anonymous names. <laughs> just the first name. Yeah. So she probably took all that money along with the money that was given to her as a deposit. Like all those people who did the eight people who said they were. Yeah, she coming. says, yeah, she's not giving she's their like, money I'm back. I'm not giving you money back because my marriage is, my my wedding is not going to happen now. That, that doesn't seem how, like, maybe this that was shouldn't the, be how it works. <laughs> maybe this was the biggest, um, maybe it was a scam. Maybe she was scamming yeah, everyone. It's not a bad scam. She just got she, away with eight people right. for $1,500, $12,000. Man, Boom. I, people, I have student loans that I, I need you to pay them. What's wrong? Why can't you just do it? Well, that's what I want to say. <laughs> we do have urgent breaking news, Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, so I just want to get this in there. <clears throat> As of episode 024, part two of Water Cooler Talk, it has now officially become my dream of being a billionaire. Your money should promptly be sent to my PayPal. Thank you. I expect that money. If I don't, I'm going to call uh, you all snakes. Snakes. I'm going to cut you all. I'm going to cut all you snakes off, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the ex dodge. Yeah, I hope she's happy. I mean, I bet that backtracking backpacking trip was amazing. It if, probably yeah. If she had the money she had, that would be great. That would be fun. How backpacking fun. with almost thirty thousand dollars myself just that cruising would through. be a blast. I get I get money is a big stress ball. Um, but the way Susan took it was way overboard. Right. She went to a completely another freaking other people level. to pay for your yeah. stuff. And if she and that if this is how she reacts to a money situation around a wedding, there's probably other small things that she's going to react in a similar she's, she's way. Probably to. not going to be happy with the house that you can afford. Yeah, or the, the, that's that's a very good afford. point. She'll probably be pissed off about that ring right. later in life. She'll be like, "I need a bigger ring that costs more, more money." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, imagine if you guys have to renew your vows. <laughs> Ooh. 
$120,000. Gotta yeah, double that, baby. Yeah, who knows who will be the Kardashians by then. Yeah, and I mean, as I first stated in part one, she has a major issue surrounding wealth. You know, unless she mm-hmm. talks to someone, she's never going to realize she was wrong in this situation. Right. From her post, she thinks she was in the right. I would imagine after this story, uh, I mean, if she does social media at all, that's the worst. If, she, if she's on social media at all, I'm sure she's probably gotten some like... Well, the cousin, real the cousin that we'll bring up later said, that this post was up for like 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, really? So she... Well, I mean... I think she realized that it was not bad and or not as good as she thought it was and took it down. But it was up long enough. And then it got turned into a story. Exactly. Like Fox News, baby. You can't get rid of anything on the internet. Trump tweets something and a second later, if he deletes it, it's it's recorded and sent all over. It's It's, everywhere. He's an idiot. The biggest thing is I understand people do stupid things when in love. I understand it. Heck, I've done a lot of stupid Mm -hmm. things because I was in love in a heartbreak, but that doesn't give her the right to make this so public. Right. You're publicly attacking friends and family. You're calling people cunts. You're using vulgar language. Like, <laughs> I, I think you just like. Were you thinking about what other people might think of this? Like, exactly. it seems like it really blew up in your face, and you were not expecting it to turn into a story that two dudes in a basement would be talking about. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's that's everyone the just dream. wants pe- two people in the basement talking about their story. I also don't understand why people need to share the satisfaction of their or need to share their dirty la- like laundry on social porn, media. Like, I know. They, they I I mean, I kind there, of get yeah. the point on you want to throw it out there because you want people to be like, oh yeah, you were right mm-hmm. but it's just like keep that stuff private why do you need Tell to share friends. everything if you have friends left yeah. i mean they most of them don't want to give you any money but yeah why is it why does it have to turn into a, a public yeah, you're looking for the satisfaction of people telling you're right. And if if that's if you're someone who does that, like you're a very small person. Right. I will I will just flat out say that you're a very small person. If you need to if you need to air your dirty laundry on social media to prove that you're right, right. go fuck yourself. Some people try <laughs> to get the validation from the, the public, uh, the community. The that day after like, I post this episode, I'm just gonna air all my dirty laundry uh, yeah, on social media. It's when you're looking for validation from this social media community, don't be surprised if it doesn't turn out how you want yeah, it to like don't be surprised it, like, if that it, like people's perception can change like that and when you're out there thinking that you're asking for help or, or bringing people's attention to some injustice it could flip on you and people will just see you my favorite on facebook loon. is when people post like something on facebook that they think is they're all uptight and cool about posting like oh mm. it's going to be very helpful and then like it's proven that what they're posting is completely false yeah that's the funniest thing for right me. let's let's end this story let's end this story from part one our first two part episode i'm actually looking at this we may even make this one parter oh yeah. i may, may not even cut, didn't last yeah i may long. not even cut out this you guys will just realize that just here I all didn't, of it i didn't think up this episode well enough <laughs> <laughs> in a post responding to the allegations of this being fake susan's cousin remarked uh susan's cousin the the bride it's always the cousin who, who comes in to say yeah like, no i know this person yeah it's real i think it's like oh like, because if I saw, like, if my cousin does, did something crazy on the internet, I'd be like, I know that guy. Yeah. That, that, that sounds like something he would do. But the cousin had a different response than that. She remarked that, yes, Susan's Facebook outburst was very much true, but never expected this type of behavior from her stating, honest, this is what her cousin said, honestly, over the years, she's been nice and overall sweet. No red flags come to mind. She has humble beginnings and has been working on her parents' farm since she was young. So I, it seems like from what her cousin's saying is that her story held true with how she started, but it doesn't 
doesn't change the like that was something yeah this idea was just, that she formed while she was planning this wedding i think this was just a massive stress that she put on herself for the right. wedding and then she i want to get to an idea i want to get to this point crazy let's talk about doug for a second mm-hmm. so susan mentions twice in her post that doug cheated on her or mm-hmm. at least she thought she thinks so yeah do you think there was some infidelity while things were going wrong and that added to her stress levels I we don't know these people right so no be as honest idea. as possible uh, it sounds like she i mean if he had signs of cheating most likely i would imagine i mean if when she, i think if she when believes he... it uh, she's probably not too far off i'm i don't know it's hard to say because you're only you're not getting doug's side of the story that's very true and honestly doug not jumping in and putting his two cents in see that's the thing is that you don't get to hear if he did or didn't doug's comment definitely sounds like doug just kind of floated along (laughs) yeah she did all these things well and another thing is i think susan got to a place where it was her against the world Mm -hmm. and when you get to that place nobody wants my dream like everyone every suspicious thing gets blown out of proportion doug talking to her maid of honor doug and her maid of honor were probably talking like hey susan seems to be in a bad place how can we help her Right. But she maybe saw it as, oh, Doug's cheating on me with my maid of honor. Because it was her yes. against the world, and now every little suspicious thing wow. is blown out of proportion. That definitely, the speculation that's going on is making this a very enthralling story. This is <laughs> way better than Dr. Death. Yeah. Way better. <laughs> I want to ask you this question, Ryan. Is there any way that this marriage between Doug and Susan is fixable. They've uh, been married. They've been together since they're 14. Have a son together. Declan. Right. Don't forget about Declan. Declan Every, everyone kid, always like, forgets about Declan. Even up. Susan forgot about Declan. Right, yeah. Uh, they have a fairy- All that kid wanted to do was go to the wedding. All they wanted yeah. to do was go to this wedding. They have a fairy tale love. Is there any way you see them? I mean, I guess it really depends on Doug. Did Doug cheat? Because that's hard to come back from. I don't know. I don't know how you can look at the same person that way. I mean, counseling and communication. That's what always comes back to. If you have the right communication, you can make something work, I'd imagine. But if you can't communicate, and if even if communication doesn't work, then yeah, it's hard to make that happen. Uh, Whether they like it or not, you're going to be connected to this person until this kid is 18 and decides to pick one of you or something like that or says that you don't have to see each other ever again you know with the exception of the occasional seeing each other at the curb that's the close that's the <laughs> furthest distance you guys can really get from yeah. each other i think if there were to fix this marriage at all they would need a lot of counseling but they could just ask their friends and family for money for all the counseling right, exactly there they'll you go <laughs> for those at home listening who are or may wed their significant other ryan what advice can you give them to make sure they avoid a situation like susan's i uh, have realistic ambitions realistic ideas of what is worthwhile to you Get if, if $60,000 is what you want in a wedding, then shoot for it the best you can. But if you can't make it, then you can't blame other people for it. Also, enjoy less. Redistribute that money a little bit and you can do amazing things. Well, yeah, imagine been... taking $40,000 towards your wedding and then 20000 to charity or something. You know, like... Well, I mean, we don't have to know. give to charity. I mean, don't yeah, give that. That's yeah. bad. That's but horrible anything, advice. Never give to charity. That's so much money <laughs> to spend I'm just on kidding, such people. a selfish thing. Yeah. No offense to any marriages. I mean... Uh, it is a celebration of two people and I love it. And if you can afford it, use it. Like mm-hmm. do it. It just seems like a lot of money to spend on, on one, one day, day. One day. Two people. The one thing I, I always hear is 
have a cheap or not a cheap wedding, but affordable wedding, and then spend all that money you're saving on a honeymoon, honeymoon or a house, or or give to charity, like yeah, Ryan said. You right. don't have I mean, to give to charity. That's but the unselfish super. If you were to give to a charity, where would you give to? Oh, I don't even. You can plug know. a charity right now. I don't even know a good charity. Probably like a wildlife fund of some kind. Got it. There's there's the, the Minneapolis Wildlife Fund that I would probably send some money to if I could. Awesome. We will and link I their can, website know? down in the description. Give a gift. From yeah, Ryan. Why not? Yeah, there you go. Like, because of Ryan, you know, don't uh, don't spend any money on yourself. Give it to nature. <laughs> yes, give it to Ryan, and then Ryan will give it to nature. I'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then to end the story, Ryan, honeymoon. Where would be your perfect honeymoon? Oh man, I really want to go to Iceland right now, but Ooh, that's just because yeah. it's fresh on my mind of where I want to go. Why is it so fresh on my mind? It, because it's just uh, a very cool place. There's just Got it very uh, stark differences in nature where you're going from like woods to volcanoes to all sorts of I thought maybe things. you're watching the no. show Vikings on History Channel. No, I don't. I don't. Because that would be a good lead Vikings. into our sponsor. I just we don't have a sponsor. We don't have see amazing feats of nature, I guess. I just want to see all the cool things that nature can do before the Trump administration comes in and uh, makes it a giant parking lot. <laughs> That's a good way. fucking hotel. <laughs> good way to move on. Oh, I didn't read this, the name of the story. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Bride cancels wedding after friends and family refuse to pay for a $60,000 wedding. Fox News US. Thanks, Fox News, bringing us. Thanks, Fox News, for bringing us that detailed uh, news story. Well, yeah, thanks, Ryan, for coming on the show. I appreciate making a second appearance on the show. Uh, Your Instagram, once again, is at Beal the Rhythm, B E A L T H E R H Y T H M. Ryan, what's your favorite story out of the two stories for today? I probably liked the $60,000 one just because it made me so angry. There's a uh, lot of twists and turns. It, it, it was, and it was just so, uh, yeah, just a roller coaster ride of emotions for her. And I just hope she's in a better place and she does, she's not as stressed out. That's what I got out of it a lot is that she was way too stressed yeah. and it was driving her insane and pushing people away. And you never want that. Uh, hopefully this backpacking trip really did a, a good thing for her. She might have a problem to deal with, though, because I don't know. I would probably be talking to a lawyer to try and get that money back. That's very true. And especially if I was her uh, fiance or ex-fiance, if she did take that whole 1500 because that, that's got to be split up or something if it was everybody's. But it sounds like she went on this roller coaster ride and then ended up on an amazing vacation without her son. So I'm, I'm well, curious we actually, to learn more we, about that. Well, the thing is, we actually don't know if she went on that vacation. She yeah. cut herself off from social media. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe uh, she's just rolling in cash. She is taking bath. Stay home cash. And enjoy the cash. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to Water Cooler Talk, the only such podcast on the internet, hosted by myself and guest hosted today by Ryan Beal, where we take the strangest and most interesting real life news stories from around the world and just try and have a good old conversation about some of the ideas discussed in those bizarre news stories. And you can listen to our show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, coming soon to an iTunes near you, and also through our podcast network on Podbean or on our website at newwestmedia.co slash watercooler talk. And once again, if you'd like to reach out to the show with either a strange local news story, some comments of your own, or want to share your personal Bridezilla story, you can do so at watercoolertalkpod at gmail.com. Ryan, as you know, I let the guests close out the show. Last time you did a rendition of Smoke on the Water. What do you have for us this time? Maybe a little story, maybe a quick sage advice. Let us know. How about a little advice? Never take your loved ones for granted and be willing to communicate. That's That's the the key. That's the way of life. All right, everyone, we will see you two Thursdays from now. Peace. This is the story of a podcast that takes weird news from across the world. And while many of these stories may seem fake, 
they're absolutely not because they're real <laughs>